Good evening, everyone, and welcome to I'm Actually Comics. My name is Tristan, and I'm joined tonight by Bob. No, Bob died in 1969 and was replaced by an MI1, and so my name is Paul. Oh, shit. Uh, Sorry, I'm just continuing our... Yes. (laughs) Yes, <laughs> our, our our British British yes. invasion conversation. I was just we were just talking about what dicks most of the people who were in those British invasion bands were. Uh, yes, and uh, how the Who used to beat up the Sex Pistols all the time. Oh man, did they really? Yeah, oh. it was really dumb. So dumb. They're just like a bunch of bully dildos. My favorite key, uh, Pete Townsend one is uh, in in the VH1 behind the music era when he was like you talk about them like they're your idols but they're my fucking friends <laughs> and it's just like shut up dude <laughs> like, yeah okay I, I'm sorry your friends died but like yeah I, uh, stop crying exactly I don't know whatever. I don't know whatever anyway this is about comics he, it was just whatever he was talking about it was just for research for his book so don't worry about it Oh, oh <laughs> yeah! Fuck you, Pete Townsend. Anyway, um, <laughs> have you, you ever seen the video for Rough Boys? No, gross. No, it's real gross. I don't want to see it. Uh, I want to talk about comic books. Yeah, though. yeah. We and talk luckily, about I have a comic book that I want to talk about right off the bat. That is right up on top, and that would be All Eight Eyes. Yeah, that was from a good one. Dark Horse Comics. Liked it, it is a story about an unhoused man fighting the crazy bug invasion bug conspiracy it's a bug conspiracy that somehow people don't know is happening it's really awesome and there's crazy spiders everywhere yes and it has a b cover by james stoko which is very cool yeah again uh i have to say dark horse two thumbs up yeah they're really holy uh, shit man they people are really, talking about dc a lot and rightfully so but dark horse has put dark out some horse quality books has pulled their shit together uh in in an amazing way i'm loving so much of what they're doing so yeah uh you know what else i'm loving what amazing spider-man yeah it's good it's good uh a little, it, a little slow this one was a bit slow I mean, just in general, it's like nothing is really the last four issues. It's like basically the same thing has happened in all of them. I wouldn't say that. I mean, not entirely, but (laughs) it's not like it's really. I feel like the last issue was full of revelation. Yes. Uh, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, No, I like what they're doing with it. I'm just saying they could have condensed it a little bit. Fair. You know what else they could have condensed a little bit? Soup. Actually, they really couldn't. Avengers Assemble Omega, number one. Yeah, this was intense. There was so much stuff going on in this. Yeah, I don't know that a, that a cursory pass that I gave it would really uh, no. do it do it full justice, but there was some cool artwork, and uh, this is the end of this run, and the beginning of the next one starts soon. Yeah, I would, I mean, if you haven't been reading it, there's nothing we can do for you at this point. Yeah, no, You definitely. will be really you don't confused care. going into this. <laughs> if you haven't been reading it, you definitely don't care. If if the words celestial death lock don't make any sense to you, then you should <laughs> yeah. just move on. Yep. Uh, okay, uh, Batgirls, number 17. Yeah. Yeah, perfect. It's out. Batman Fear State Saga, trade paperback. This was fun. This is where we get uh, Clown Hunter from. Oh, nice. So this was a fun little little story. Uh, some of it was Speaking fairly superfluous. Speaking of James Stoko. Yes. But some of it was super cool. Yeah. Uh, Actually, I would say Fear State was probably worth revisiting, as I think the Tinian Batman, which ended 
kind of abruptly, like when he he just left. Yeah. Um, there's really some there was a, there's a lot going on under the surface that might not have been apparent if you were just like kind of doing the monthly books. I would I would revisit Free Fear State and probably will at some point. Yeah, I agree. I I, I remember being a little dismissive of it at the time. Yeah. And as I was picking up random issues in the middle because I hadn't really paid attention to it, I kind of regretted that because I seem to remember really liking what I what I saw of it. Yep. Uh, but of course, it's not as good as Batman Superman World's Finest because mm. fucking nothing is. No. What a great comic book. I love it. I love it. I love it. It yeah. has metamorpho, so I love it <laughs> 10 times more than I regularly and, love it. And which listen, is a lot. I don't give a shit about metamorpho and I loved it too. So nice. There you go. Uh, you should give a shit about Metamorpho. You I mean, I do give a shit about Metamorpho, not as much as you do. No, it's, nobody does as much as true. I do. I like him because he's a weirdo, and I love weirdo weirdo characters. Yeah. But, um, and speaking of weirdo characters that I don't love, uh, the Batman who laughs, he says. Um, <laughs> the, we have the deluxe, deluxe edition hardcover where he laughs in 4k <laughs> uh it's gonna be Remastered great master giggles <laughs> uh you know he's no dr giggles is what i'm gonna say i mean he is definitely no dr giggles yeah so i would much rather read good luck. batman the doctor who giggled holy shit you <laughs> gave me those dr giggles comics which was one of the greatest gifts ever and holy shit those comics were good yeah yeah they did were... i give you the poster too i, think, I don't know no, no, i forgot I, I don't think you did no. no i saw the poster or i don't know what it was There's all i know poster. is that i read those comics cover to cover and they are so much better than they deserve to be. Yeah. That was so much better a comic than I ever would have imagined. I was like that, actually, like kind of the first great Dark Horse era, right? That yeah, was yeah. like oh, the that mask was, oh, era. Oh, my like God. When all the good comics were coming out from them. That was, I mean, that is that was their golden age. And it's, I mean, it's a different, it's interesting because they're not trying to take that back. No. You know, you don't see, like, if they had wanted to go back to that era, they would have grabbed Chew before Image got it. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, that's Chew would have been a Dark Horse classic, yeah, kind of story. But what they were, what they're doing is like they're actually kind of eating Image's lunch. In yeah, a way. I think, well, I think they figured out that Image was taking their market share by Absolutely. putting out all these, like being like the place that yeah. people went to when they had a new. So now they're kind of biting into that and which is more more power to yeah more power to him it's great uh i'm i'm so happy i now know to order high on dark horse books because i'm because their quality is so so high lately yeah um bishop war college number three yes it's a college for war yes just like that pantera song (laughs) uh black adam number 10 indeed uh, Blue Lock, Volume 6. Hmm. I think there's something involving soccer. Okay. Or, as the Europeans say, foosball. <laughs> um, BPRD, it's Omnibus. Football. Football. <laughs> uh, let's see. The BPRD Omnibus Trade Paperback, Volume 5. Ooh. I was trying to remember the name of the, <laughs> the soccer magazine from 30 Rock. Oh, I they don't were know. reading it in the. They were sitting in the UN offices, waiting to be seen, and they're holding onto a magazine called Kickin' Fun, <laughs> which was nice. their their football magazine. I've never seen an episode of that show. It is literally my favorite 
sitcom. Wow. Or actually one of the only sitcoms in the world that I can stand. Yeah, it happened at a time when I didn't have a television. It's, yeah, it, it would have amazed me that I cared about it, but yeah, I yeah. absolutely love nice. it. I've also uh, never seen Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec, less so, but still very good. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Captain America Unforgiven. This is the final chapter of this whatever Unforgiven thing is Marvel has is doing. They learned a lesson from Metallica, and it's like, you do Unforgiven 1, you got to do another Unforgiven, and then a sequel to that, and then the yeah. old man's in a box. It's like, it looks like great. a team of superhero vampires, I think. It does appear to be a bunch of vampires. Uh, I'm not they paying are attention. superheroes. I, I read the first one, and I was like, I'm interested in this, because it's going to delve into... Uh, Jubilee being a vampire after the vampire story and I was like uh, I'd kind of like to hear how that all wrapped up because we kind of just went Jubilee uh, she died and now she's back so it's cool she's got the you know now the vampire stuff's gone or whatever I, I don't even know how it wrapped up I don't either so I was kind of hoping that would address that but yeah. it didn't um, but also there is a shadow of a cap wolf on one of the covers, which made me even more interested in this one because I love a good cap wolf story. Yeah. The, uh, art, the art was fine in it. It was a fine esque superhero comic book. <laughs> was it as good as catch these hands volume four graphic novel? I didn't read. I don't have time to read a whole graphic novel. Okay. That's fair. Uh, we've got Dawn of DC's Catwoman number 54. Uh, it's good. Uh, it has Cat- Catwoman in prison beating the shit out of Punchline, which is is worthwhile for for me. That's cathartic. She, she also makes she knows how to make a prison Catwoman uniform out of prison co- clothes, even with the cat ears and everything. You gotta, I mean, hand it to her. It's if pretty. anyone was gonna be able to do it, it's sure. her. I mean, that's that suit is next level already. And yep. yeah, there there will be a toy of that. Oh, of course, <laughs> prison of jumpsuit course. Catwoman. If nothing else, in Arkham Asylum, you can buy the uh, skin yeah. for it when you're playing as Catwoman in something. Totally. Uh, also, I just love Sweeney Boo's name. Yeah. Thank you for having that name, Sweeney Boo. Well, you're Boo. like, Sweeney Boo is now the Prenzler of Harley Quinn. Oh, good. So you get to read it every month. I get to say Sweeney Boo, which is really Sweeney fun. Boo. Uh, we got The Cult of That Wilkin Boy one shot. I did not from understand it. Archie Chilling Adventures. I mean, it was like fairly high quality for that kind of thing, um, but it, I didn't get it. Yeah, I uh, I didn't read it, so. Yeah. D&D, Nolzer's Marvelous Adventures. We have a couple of those kicking around. We've got uh, some of those little little minis, D&D thingies. Minis. Uh, Darkwing Duck number four Wingies out. Silent Tales from DC. This is super fun. I would call this my pick of the week. It's Gustavo Duarte doing I love some, Gustavo Duarte. He is absolutely amazing. And these are some fun things. There were a couple of them that I think lost something in translation, even though they're completely silent, because <laughs> I couldn't figure out what the punchline was, yeah. or point to like three of them, <laughs> but I loved it. Yeah. Maybe, I don't know if it was, my, it was it was one of my favorites, though. But it's amazing. It's really, really good. It is really good. Uh, I very much enjoyed it. Yeah, I don't know. If, despite the fact that there were a lot of comics this week, nothing really like stood out as like this is like floored me or anything uh, like that. What about Dr. Atomic's Pipe and Dope book? I really like Dr. Atomic's Pipe and Dope book. 
<laughs> uh, if I wanted to know more about gravity bongs, I would really be into it. <laughs> I was into the idea, like I learned what a lid was. That was I didn't, I never knew, even though I'd seen them in in all my there old, you, uh, you know crumb and freak brothers or whatever like you know they would always say in the old 60s one lids yeah, yeah. and i never knew what a lid was anyway it's a bag of weed weighs an ounce um Perfect. i don't know why it's called a lid but uh it's called that but anyway it was interesting and then there was a whole thing about different joints and like but then it gets into like how to construct bongs so, like really detailed how to construct bongs and i was just like yeah, all right i mean it's cool <laughs> if you want to know every single possible thing about weed with a go. 70s bent. Yeah, yeah. Then uh, this is the book for you. Nice. Uh, Deceased. War of and the Undead Gods number eight. I really liked it. It wrapped it up well. I agree. I thought it was pretty good. A hint of tragedy, but like, yeah. I won't say more. Because I, I don't want to spoil it. Only glanced it, so I think I missed whatever the tragedy was. <laughs> oh yeah, the resolution but, uh, is definitely a tragedy okay, for cool. a certain character slash. Oh characters. oh, sorry. Yes, I do know what you're talking about. Yeah yeah, um, that was, and it was. I mean, they're pushing. Uh, I don't want to say anything too much about it. Yeah, but, it's tough. But they're pushing Superman really hard, and this was a nice Superman ending. Yeah yeah, I liked that a lot. Yeah, there was a. This was a, actually a good John Kent week. Yep. For various reasons. And, you know, 85th anniversary of Superman. Action Comics. Today. Today. Literally today. This very As we day. record this. 85. Happy birthday, Superman. We're eating cupcakes in your honor. <laughs> we'll eat 85 cupcakes in your uh, honor. I could eat 85 cupcakes right now. Hungry. Same. Uh, dead, dead demons. D, 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 destruction. <laughs> Graphic novel, volume 12. I love this name of this. I It's delightful. I have no idea what it means. delightful. Doomsday with my dog. Graphic novel, volume 2. All right. People love this book. Okay. I am unfamiliar, but it does seem to be very popular. The aforementioned Dr. Atomic Pipe and Dope book one shot from Image Comics. It's a reprint of the 70s, the classic 70s work on marijuana cultivation and consumption. Good stuff. Yes. By Larry Todd. Yes. We have The Expanse. Dragon Tooth. I did not read this. Uh, isn't The Expanse some sort of existing property? Oh, possibly a show or a film. Yeah. That could be. Yeah, it's this picks up after the final season of The Expanse. So it's a TV show. Ah, you know, picking you up d- on that sci-fi network dollar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Smart. You know. Good job, Boom Studios. <laughs> you'd think that I would know the answer to that question right off the bat. As the person who took money from my pocket and said, here, this is something I need to decide whether or not people are going to give me money back for, Mm. or if it's going to go straight into the trash after this week of sales. Uh And uh, I didn't. And that just goes to show why we need those summer dollars. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, That's right. I'm the Jaws Mayor. Um, anyway, uh, Flash <laughs> seven ninety seven. Ah, this is good. I like to flash this Flash, and also John Kent is in this in a fun cameo. Nice, Forged number two. 
yeah, this is like looks great and is probably yeah. awesome, but it's just so dense and I can't get into it. This is, yeah, this is and not it's... this is not one for a podcast to try and get a quick skim of what's it's that magazine sized. It's Greg Rucka writing, so yeah. it's kind of dense. It's great, but it is I do not know what's going what's on. What's that yet. movie that was the Guillermo del Toro movie about the giant? Mecca's. Oh, yeah, uh, Pacific Rim. Pacific Rim. It has very Pacific Rim vibes to me, this book. Mm. Looks great. Yeah. Looks cool. Um, we have another one of those uh, DC YA titles. This is a Lois Lane story called Girl Taking Over. Yeah, titles. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> it is a yeah title. We have Guardians of the Galaxy by Al Ewing, a trade paperback. Hey, look at this. We have uh, the ever-present creep of expense coming into the world of comics. Have you ever seen a $50 trade paperback? Well, now you have. Is it really thick? Is there it a is, lot of is issues actually, in it? No, it's very big. It is. Oh, okay. It's it's actually even bigger than the epic collections that are 50 bucks. So, I mean, it, there's there's precedent for it you it's get, not that you bad get, you're getting some story value for we your, are for we're definitely dollar. i mean the entire economy has experienced a 20 percent uh hiccup in uh yeah in inflation so yes it's not that shocking uh gunslinger spawn number 19 is out hallows eve number two is out do you like it I did like it. I wasn't nice. a huge fan of the artwork this time around. Oh, yeah. It felt rushed considering it was like late. <laughs> seems... yeah, I mean, that would sort of explain I it mean, being I rushed. That, that does kind of explain it. Uh, but I do like the story a lot. I still do enjoy it. Uh, I yeah. was unaware that the... Uh, you know what? Actually, I'm not going to say because I think that's actually a spoiler to this issue. Yeah. Uh, I think that's we learn a secret about where the masks came from. And I don't uh, think we knew that before. So it's cool. Uh, Should have read it more closely. Harrower number three is out. Nice. Uh, I didn't read this, but uh, Marshall's reading it and he really likes where it's going. Cool. Uh, it seems to have gone into a direction that is much less a slasher like a single slasher thing and gone into a crazy cult direction oh. which i'm into that nice. sounds fun uh i might actually check it out because he he has been really digging it so nice cool Marshall. hellcat number two that's good i actually like the art in it um, i do too yeah i really hate the uh pablo villalobos cover but that's okay uh it's a one in 25 you can I didn't see, see it. it i liked the phil noto one that's like a romance comic yeah that one's great uh the <laughs> that one's absolutely amazing but the the villalobos cover uh it shows her jumping at the viewer and her abs look like like dinner rolls they're <laughs> fucking enormous i'm going to get a copy of this to look well at. you'll have to f uh, it's right here. you'll have to look behind me because it's in the one in 25 section um let's see i guess Hitomi, I'll have to find number out five is out i've heard good things about this comic but i didn't read it uh, <laughs> because yeah. i'm yeah. i'm a dummy and when people tell me comics are great i leave them on the shelf yeah, I liked the first issue and did not continue. Oopsie. Uh, House of Slaughter, number 14. People like Slaughter. Yep. 
Incredible help. <laughs> incredible help. Hulp. Hmm. Here come the hulp. Incredible hulp. I don't know. My brain's not working right. <laughs> uh, incredible Hulk. Epic collection. Trade paperback. Lone and level sands. Hmm. One of my favorite. I don't know what that is. One of my favorite uh, artists did a, co- a graphic novel called The Lone and Level Sands. So it must be a literary reference of some kind. Isn't it always with those Hulk comics of that era? Isn't yeah. it always like Harlan Ellison making yeah. reference to some Ref- work? Usually he's Usually referencing, he's referencing his, his, own his own stuff. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The beast that shouted love at the heart of the atom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or yeah, whatever. Because yeah. it was the heart of the world in yeah, his in short his story. Yeah. And then he wrote one. Yeah, yeah. He does love his own books. He loves. I mean, yeah, he he also loves being referred to in comic books because there's a lot of comic books. There's this JLA comic that I read that has the main character is called like Harlequin Ellis or something oh like that. God. It's like so lame. It's <laughs> easily like the worst comic That's... I've read from that era. It's so bad. And it, like he basically just like makes up all these things for the Justice League to fight. You ever see the cover with it's like Superman and Batman, but their faces are blank? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's that one. Ugh. It's bad. Uh, that is bad. Uh, bad. His Harlan Ellison's best uh, appearance was probably in Scooby-Doo Mysteries Incorporated as Ooh. Harlan Ellison. Nice. Hanging out with Jeffrey Coombs, who's playing a fake H.P. Lovecraft. All right. <laughs> Pretty great. Uh, Iron Man, Epic Collection, Trade Paperback, Doom. I have right. no idea what's going on, but there's some 70s wizard shit happening on oh, this cover man. that rules. Is it when he goes back in time to Camelot with Dr. Doom and fights indeed. him? So that would be issue number 150 of Iron Man, I believe. I guess it's a throwback to that because this oh, is... Oh, there was uh, a miniseries. This is 245 to 257, annuals 10 and 11, and material from Captain America annual number 9. Huh. All right. And so that is very odd. But it is, uh, ooh, Dwayne McDuffie did some of it. Herb Trimpey. Nice. Some really cool people on this. Huh. Yeah, it's, they go to a future version of Camelot. Oh. That's what this is. Ah, huh. uh, okay. But there's like a longstanding like Iron Man and Doctor oh, Doom oh, and Camelot. Like, yeah, because he looks like a knight. And so they're like, ah, you look, you're in armor. Uh, armor equals knight. Knight yeah. equals knights of the round table. Arthurian legend. We got it. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> what could go wrong? Tangential relations. Oh, oh, you can also book. fly. Okay, yes. that You're Jesus. Okay. You can also fly. So we're going to put you in, in living color in the early 90s as one of the fly girls. <laughs> uh, Jurassic League hardcover. Hmm cool it's cool yeah i really wish daniel warren johnson had drawn the whole goddamn thing yeah i also think that a lot of the puns were really really phoned in in that and i was disappointed over and over again that if they were doing something this fucking stupid i was like come on be a little dumber than that yeah have the balls to be really stupid. <laughs> it did end up being but there, pretty bad. But there were some really, those the first issues that he did were really good. Yeah. Uh, Last Barbarian number three is out. I read it. Uh, it was fine. Yeah. yeah. Yet another warning to never get anything from Shadowline again. Um, <laughs> Life of Che, an impressionistic biography hardcover edition. Huh. It's about... Che Guevara. Cool. We've got Love and Rockets number 13. 
cool cool cover with a big black cat on it. <laughs> I was thinking about what a great cover that was, and also what a great way it would be to cover up a fuck up if you spilled ink on the cover. <laughs> yeah, maybe both, that's what happened. Both things very cool. <laughs> Magic order number four of four is out. Order up. Uh, no, uh, no, it's sorry, it's no, fuck. Oh God, I always do this. Magic order four, so it's the fourth volume. And it's number four of the fourth volume. That's what I mean to say. You got it. Nailed it. Uh, we have the mightiest of morphing Power Rangers, they number might, 107. They mightily morph. They do morph mightily. And we've got Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. I will say the art in this book is really good. Yeah. Uh, I mean... Th- not for me, but really very high, high, much higher quality than I would expect for a, essentially a cartoon yeah, yeah. tie-in comic i mean the art in the cartoon is phenomenal it's yeah like, i like the cartoon art it's they did such a good job it's it's one of those things where i was like okay this isn't really for me but right. it's amazing i watched like, the trailer for it and i was like this looks pretty cool i watched the first three episodes because i wanted nice. to kind of get get into it and and it's it is very good it's just you know it's it's made for kids that's great uh more shit should be made for kids yeah it, it turns out that that stuff is really fun. Made for 40-plus-year-old white guys. I mean, yeah. listen, it's great for me, but uh, you know what? Maybe give something to somebody else. Yeah. Uh, Munchkin South Park. We got that. You can Munchkin in South Park all you want. Perfect. Uh, and we got two new NECA figures, two of the new uh, Gargoyles figures. We got uh, Broadway and Brooklyn. Both very cool the one that sings show tunes and the one that talks like Jack Kirby. Yes. I mean, and looks like Jack Kirby. Oh, cool. <laughs> the Broadway actually looks like Jack Kirby. <laughs> nice. Uh, so there you go. Uh, New Mutants Lethal Legion number two. Uh, my Definitely my... F- I'm tied for sh- with She-Hulk for my favorite Marvel book of the week. Nice. New Mutants Lethal Legion is really good. It is really good. And I love uh, this, like... I love the... the, the des- I don't know. I just really is like it. Is this the first... Uh, Grim Reaper, the first new Grim Reaper, might be. Huh. I, I haven't seen. This I don't female. really follow the Marvel yeah, stuff. Yeah, I don't. So I don't think I don't. I've seen this female Grim Reaper anywhere else. But maybe I'm wrong. I have not either. But that doesn't mean That's anything. Uh, Night Crawlers number three. Incomprehensible. If you're looking for an incomprehensible <laughs> comic book, you've come to the right place. Night Crawlers makes no fucking sense. Nope. It is just a giant pile of gobbledygook. It's like. It's like if somebody got a million dollars to make fan stuff, service or fan art or this whole sins of sinister thing is like, I just don't like the other X-Men comics are still coming out. Like what's why I don't understand it at all. It's all gobbledygook. It's good. This in particular is gobbledygook. Yep. Nightwing 103 for spirits of Superwing. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) You think I'm kidding? Uh, Now I now I believe you. (laughs) It's true. You want, I'll show you a picture of him. We've got no <laughs> slash one. That is a shitty outfit. Um, <laughs> super, don't knock super wing, man. Uh, if, if your costume looks like uh, John Leguizamo's uh, superhero, <laughs> it's a bad costume. Yeah, I mean, it's purposely supposed to be not the greatest costume. But that said, <laughs> uh, I actually, it's one of my favorite comics from DC. It's oh, good. yeah, it's great. Nightwing's great. Uh, no slash one, whatever that's about. I did not don't read know. the first one, and I flipped I, through it. Still don't know. I don't know. Um, we also have 
probably the greatest comic book of the week. Pee pee poo poo. Number four twenty one shot. Uh, I was I was stifling a yawn, but not because a yawn, but not because I was disagreeing no, or never, disinterested. Pee pee poo poo is is really good. Pee pee poo. It's really good. This one is very good. It's a great. Comic. No 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 sarcasm on this one. I like this one better than the first one. Yeah yeah I agree. A lot better. Actually. And I would also and even though as I've said, pee pee poo poo four twenty is a great username for an xbox live account <laughs> it is uh predator um, trade paperback there, volume one there was one story oh. in pee pee poo poo that was called chicago chicago guy or like something it was like and if you've spent any time in chicago like you know it's like oh god yes that guy it does exist and he is fucking terrible to deal with uh was he in an improv troupe uh there's <laughs> There's a reference to funny reference to improv, uh, or not to, to something similar to that, but um, but no, this one is like a he's just like a fucking meathead. Like I used to go, like when I lived there, like pretty much all I did was go to shows, and every rock show was just like, oh god, good fucking lord, like where do oh, you come from? Who are imagine. you? How are you twenty years old and like already <laughs> this much of a fucking dick? I don't know. Whatever. That's fair. Chicago is a great place. I loved, <laughs> I loved my time there, but there is a definite dude from Chicago, and every one of them wants to tell you why Liz Fair sucks, and uh, the time they used a knife. That's very strange. <laughs> I do not like that story at all. I'm sorry. Uh, I will say uh, my <laughs> my favorite improv comedy co- comic was by uh, Luke McGeary, who I absolutely love. Yeah. But uh, he has this one. I think it's like a two panel. And it's just him walking past this woman and she's like, you look like someone who likes improv comedy. And it's him standing in front of the mirror and the next one staring at himself going, my God, do I? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> uh, yes. The worst insult you can say. Mm. <laughs> you look like someone who likes improv comedy. I like improv comedy. Oh, I sometimes do. I like. I like Mr. Show. I like the top. Uh one percent of improv yeah, yeah. comedians i saw I there saw, is nothing worse than bad improv comedians. oh yeah comedy. yeah yeah it literally definitely. is the most painful thing you can sit through i've lucked out with the improv comedy i saw bob odenkirk and uh and his his troop of friends and it yeah. was uh one of whom was uh flow the progressive girl stephanie courtney oh nice very funny awesome uh, very talented she seems amazing yeah she's great um that was really fun and then i saw a uh, live taping of comedy death ray before it was comedy yeah. bang bang and that was actually really good it's garfunkel and oats yeah and some I, guy pretending to be jesse ventura okay well i <laughs> i will say that uh and bob odenkirk also sometimes when when the framework is proper like the way that comedy bang bang does their their yeah. framework for improv comedy mm. i like it yeah actually i saw them the most recent time they came yeah. to the state and it was really good too like I like I like it when you have the proper framework, uh, when you have the stodgy old style that came out of Chicago, and it's all that it's all that same stuff where everyone's like throw out a name, oh I'll yeah, yeah, it, yeah. And it, like it's just this boilerplate, the same boilerplate garbage. It yeah. bums me out. Yeah. Uh, anyway, right. anyway, it's not I'm actually stand up comedy. <laughs> it is not Predator prop- trade trade paperback volume one, Day of the Hunter. Talking over you. I'm sorry. Punisher 11, Day of the Punisher. It's the day of the Punisher, all right. He gets his gets his comeuppance. He gets his butt punished. Uh, not that way. 
No, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right. He's pegged by Captain America. I spoiled the ending. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's why see. they call him Big Pun. <laughs> God. Okay. Uh, Rogue Son number 12 <laughs> is out. It is. Seven to Eternity trade paperback. Ooh. Volume four has been out for a very long time, but I just put it up because <laughs> I. Uh, which goes to show just how many people were desperate for the fourth volume of... The, like, I had somebody ask me for it for hmm. the first time wow. two weeks ago. Well, I have all the single issues, so I didn't need right. to ask I think it. a lot of people followed it issue to issue, considering but, every issue took six months yeah. to come out. That Yeah, yeah it, it was there was large gaps. Open, yeah. But yeah, you had that guy. So he's uh, he's, he, a, he's, he's a, doing some good arts, though. He is. Let's see. Oh, look at this. We got Seven Years in Darkness by our old pal, Joseph Schmalky. Schmalky. Coming out from CEX Comics Experience. Um, I really enjoyed this book. No, I thought good. this was a Very really... Uh, good, cool premise. It's a cool premise. It's sort of like... Uh, I mean, if you were going to turn it into a Mark Millar pitch... Mm. It would be, what if Hogwarts was fucking evil? Yeah. Uh, and... It's definitely not that. But it's like it, sort of like Hogwarts really to, mixed really with Thirty Days of Night in a way. Sure, uh, sure. Sort the, of the Seven Years of Darkness. The titular Seven Years are in reference to a cave, essentially that yeah. they're sequestered in while they're learning the black arts. Yeah, they're not and, allowed to see the the sunlight, and most of them are not going to make it out alive. This yeah, is this... a bleak spooky crazy thing and there's people trying to make a friendship in the middle of this unbelievably evil otherworldly like squid game yeah. uh, of a squid college game. that's good <laughs> so very cool there's pretty squidish aspects of it <laughs> yes i yeah i really liked it squidditch um, they play squidditch uh, this is this is weird to say about a friend of mine but like because, you know, you're supposed to say that they're the best all the time. But I love the way that his art is progressing. Oh, yeah. Like, this is... It's interesting because he had gone down a path as an artist before that I was like, I can see where this is going. I know I know what his end goal is to get his art to look like. And then this came out and I was like, oh, he's really mixing it up. Like, this is actually... A, like. This is a diversion from the way that I've seen him draw in the past. And some of the coloring is fucking inspired. Mm. Like when they first show up to the underground, whatever it is, and he changes the coloring. I was like, damn it. That is fucking clever. Yeah. So I loved it. It's really good. Yeah. When it's, I feel kind of similar about uh, Ben Bishop in, in a way too. Yeah. yeah but same like thing. really anyone, you know, that's making comics, like the more they do it, like their style becomes like, their yeah. style no, it's you know true. and it's like then all of a sudden they like all these shortcuts happen in their brain and you absolutely know. it is it is very strange it was very strange to see it happen to ben bishop too where mm -hmm. you're just like yeah, yeah, yeah it's he's good you know i was like yeah he's yeah, obviously, always been good he's obviously a good artist and then to see him become a great artist was very strange was to see him like really jump over that hump and just go oh this is him like yeah. he is now able to fully express himself with his artwork. That's super cool. Yeah, and, and I like the thing I actually like about both of them. Uh, in it, it, coincidentally, is that even though they have become 
something greater. Like yeah, they've yeah. never stopped looking like their own. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like yeah, when yeah. you see it on a page, if you don't even know what book it is, yeah. you can tell that they drew it if you know their style. And I think that is super cool. Yeah. Because like, it's not like, oh, this guy looks like this plus this or whatever. And I mean, it probably does to some extent. There's probably elements of a lot of different stuff in their styles. There but always like, is. But yeah. it's, it, they have their own unique. Yeah. It's not like here's a person who learned to draw like right. Todd McFarlane or right. whatever, you know? It's yeah, like, yeah. then there's a lot of people like that. It's it's really cool. It's very it's just very strange, especially considering they were both, you know, very close, you know, close relations to the store. Yeah. Uh, you know, so much stuff that we did, you know, in events and things like that with them. And, yep. you know, Bishop designed all of our logos for the most part, designed a lot of our shit for our cons and stuff. So, you know, it's weird. And I still consider him a friend, even though I see him once every four years. He's uh, got a little kiddo now. I know. Whereas I see Schmalky considerably more, even though it seems like I don't see him ever. <laughs> but he will also be in tomorrow to sign all these. So. Oh, nice. I'll see him then, which is nice, because I haven't seen him in, like, I think two months. Quality which is time. very strange. Tell him I said hello. He has kids, too. You know, everybody with kids. Mm. I'm just like this fucking dual income, no kids <laughs> motherfucker that can do whatever the hell I want. So Me too. I don't know. Me too. I just, I regret it so much. Yeah, because me too. Be, oh boy, I just wish I had kids. Oh, it would just be so fulfilling. <laughs> I actually, oh, I actually so do wish sorry. I had a kid, but you know. I actually. It didn't happen. I wish that I had someone who had a kid that I could go over and like waste time with their kid for like an hour. Yeah. every two weeks let's say sure. just be like all right cool all right i am done playing tea party let's get the <laughs> fuck out of here <laughs> i i wish that i had somebody to throw all my shit at when i get old oh, right exactly <laughs> you deal with it now yeah. <laughs> anyway i mean i i keep offering i have like i have two or three friends that i've made this offer to and no one has ever taken me up on it i've offered to teach three people's kids if they ever wanted drums or guitar lessons, I would totally do it, like, free of charge, and I have yet to have anybody take me up on it. Dumbasses. So. You got some dumbass friends. So, I know. No, <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, She-Hulk number 12 is a great comic book. It's great. There's two comics in it. There's two stories, and they're both great. And One is sad, and one is less sad. And for some reason, in continuing with that weird Catwoman shiny cover... We've got a B cover for this thing. Oh, yeah. It's like, I don't know what, like, did somebody just, like, I don't know, put a new greasy filter into Photoshop that every cover artist is using? Mm. Because it's like, uh, who... <laughs> greasy filter. Who did that? Uh, the guy that always does that, one of those guys with a dumb name that draws booby things on yeah, all the DCB covers. Yeah, I didn't look. But it's like... Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I did like I the the variant uh, Patrick Gleason one. That's a play on. Oh, the, that uh, one's great. The Hulk one where he's like got the logo is made of rocks. Like yep. it's 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 a fun, fun one. But it was a good issue. I really think this is a strong She Hulk run, and I yeah. like it. And and that said, She Hulk has been strong forever. Like yeah. it's She Hulk is just a she, strong title usually. It's always fun. Yeah, yeah, even like when you're like going through the dollar bins, it's like, oh, here's like a, a crappy old She-Hulk, and you read it, it's like, oh, this was fun back in the day, in '82. It was yeah, fun. Yeah, 
It, it feels like they it's they like had a, a lot more Mike freedom. Vos, Mike Vosberg inked by <laughs> uh, the guy who drew US One. Oh man, Frank Springer. Uh, and it's like, oh no, it's still good. I had a I had an issue of that terrible comic come into my into my Wait, US One view, and I actually read it. Yes, that and comic is not awesome. It awful. Is it is amazingly insane. good. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I uh, you just need to read the right one first. Because I read the wrong one, and I just kept getting the wrong one every time and forgetting it because it's so mm. forgettable. Yes, I literally is. have like two copies of one issue of it, and it's bad. But then <laughs> I got the one that was good, and I realized. I tell you about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, but it's great. I mean, I the it's, concept. It's he has silly. a CB skull that he can use to control his his, his big rig because it was the same uh, there's an alien named al the alien who speaks cb language or as the oh man i ever, i don't think i ever told you this is a dumb digression and i won't go <laughs> we the, when we moved into our house it was all cleaned out or whatever mm-hmm. but in the basement we found these um they're they're like sort of like plywood or like a cork board or something they're like a thick wooden like what do you call that like particle board yeah yeah particle board with little cartoons on them of cb language oh my god uh one is says kojak with a kodak and it's like a cop with the the radar gun and then there's like there's four of them like someone just had them up in that era is there a bear in the air in any of them no that's not one i'll take i'll i'll take photos of their ears on uh maybe not I'll, when I get home, I'll take photos of them and I'll put them on the Instagram. Please do. How's that? And then that you can see them and all of our many listeners crazy. can see them as well and be like, <laughs> what are these? What is? But I, I always now I say CB language. Like I think people know what it means, but nobody <laughs> knows that it because it's just from my basement. It's <laughs> yes. It's CB Sapolsky's old name. Oh, yeah. That guy. Uh, anyway, we got Sonic you mean Akira <laughs> Yoshida. Kurosawa. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever is terrible fake name was uh sonic the hedgehog 59 is out mm. we got star wars the nameless terror number two mm. star wars senna staros number three mm. star wars yoda number six which by the way i still love nice. and uh speaking of one in 25s that are weird the guy that did that amazing uh manga version of the, the for visions that guy who's yeah. uh uh, Toshaki o- Okazaki, something like that. Yeah, uh, he did a he did the one in twenty five of this thing. Nice, and uh, he really emphasized how Yoda's head looks like a honey baked ham. So that's <laughs> to me, I think that's the most important part is that it looks like you can see the strings where where they really Hammed kept up. kept the juices in while they were cooking Yoda for Neat. Easter dinner. Static Shadows of Dakota, number three. Cool. Is out Summoner's War, Awakening, number one. I have no idea what that is. Yeah, it's a second series of Summoner's War because I read the whole thing and I was like, there's like more to, like, to this. And then at the end it was like, <laughs> if you read our first series, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, of course. Oh, it's yeah. basically like a D&D, yeah, if, yeah. but like Robert Kirkman. By the way, holy shit, I saw Renfield this week yeah. and Robert Kirkman wrote it. Did you oh, know that? weird. I did not know that. Yeah, it's really good. Good. It's really fun. I'm excited. Yeah, you should watch it. It's a it, Nicolas oh, Cage I'm does a absolutely going to. very good job as Dracula. It's like very much like the Christopher Lee. Yes, he's obsessed with the Christopher Lee Dracula. Yeah, he does a great job. Like nice. it, it, literally there's like a part in it where 
I was like, oh yeah, Chris, uh, Nicholas Cage is like actually knows how to act. Like he's really like that is true. Does, does a good job, but they yeah. do make fun of Fishbone, and I'm not a big fan of that. That's what? my only negative. What mark. the hell? The biggest monster in Renfield are the gangsters who like ska, <laughs> and they really spend a lot of time shitting on ska. Okay, that's weird. But they shit on Fishbone, which is not a ska band, and they also shit on the specials, which is like if you're gonna shit on ska, shit on shitty ska. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Don't you shit sh- on the specials. Don't don't shit on like second wave ska. Shit on third wave ska yes, for fuck's exactly. sake. Come on. Exactly. They missed the mark, but it is a funny joke, but they just they missed the mark. At least on that aspect. At least in Rad Wraith, it's all about third wave ska when I'm killing all of the ska guys off. Yes, they have like Mephiscopheles t-shirts. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. There's a uh yeah, there's a streetlight manifesto joke in there somewhere. Bim Bim Scala Bim. <laughs> no, although there should be because uh when Eggbot, when my old band Eggbot opened for Bim Scala Bim, we got pennies thrown at us. So, you know. <laughs> uh <laughs> uh Bim Scala Bim. How many times have I seen them accidentally? Ooh, too many. Uh, okay, uh, Sunshine, a graphic novel. Looks cool. Cute little kid thing. You better take care. <laughs> yes. And hey, look at here. It's Superboy. He's the man of tomorrow, but he's the boy of today. Oh. Uh, and that is the number one of that series, and it is awesome. Yeah, that's fun. I really I really dug this. It's, uh, it's exactly what Superboy should be. Yeah. It's fun and low stakes and just like really enjoyable superhero. Yeah. He's kind of like the redheaded stepchild of the super family currently. So it yeah. was nice that he got a little I mean, spotlight. And, and that was like absolutely the point of this too, was yeah, like him being, being kind of like, Oh yeah, we're oh, yeah. all us. A-listers like, got everything under control. Yeah, buddy. Hey, you know, he's you're kind of like, what am I earth too? <laughs> Yeah, and I love his look. I love that they brought back the '90s look. I I hope that uh, I hope that fingerless BMX gloves make a make a comeback. Because I think they don't. I, I think would, this is set before Action Comics one thousand fifty one. So he has a new costume that is oh, it is inspired by this look. They haven't lost the look. He but did there is a scene in here where he puts on the fingerless gloves? Yeah, yeah. But it is it, it is. I I do okay. recall reading it okay. in the comic that it's set before and and in Son if you look bitch. at the the new era he does they did give him a new design but his design is very much designed to to you know without his help i'm bringing back the fingerless gloves and i'm going to start wearing them this week you should you should just wear one though ooh no i'm wearing both (laughs) because uh i seem to keep cutting myself on everything around the store and getting giant splinters jammed into my hand because i'm constantly doing weird shit in the store so wait wouldn't you want fingered gloves then uh i i mean admittedly the last time i cut myself it went right through my fingernail this one (laughs) not great uh but yeah i sliced part of my pinky off and now i don't have any feeling in the end of it that's fun (laughs) <laughs> anyway speaking this is uh scars corner we got superman number three out it's good it's the, actually the not as good as the first two but sure, it is good but it's good yeah uh what is great this week is terror war yeah maybe Saladin this is Ahmed's my, terror war maybe this is my pick of the week yeah this is really fun 
there's some there's some great stuff in it. It's it's cyberpunky and monstery and awesome. Yeah, it's like it's like Blade Runner if it was like silly, like in a way like it's, it's got that. But sound. the silliness of it is like not <sighs> that, like entirely always going to right. be silly. It's just in that instance it was. That's what that's what I think is magical about it because and I think Saladin Ahmed is the guy that does this the best of any comic writer I can think of mm-hmm. where he's very good at putting big colorful silly things into a story that is otherwise very serious and maintaining the seriousness and the stakes of a comic while silly things are happening. Yeah, and he does a thing that Mark Russell is also really good at doing, which is taking things that affect us in the real world and then coming up with like a uh, you know, science fiction or sure. some kind of fictionalized reason for yeah, it yeah. to be, but it's not like overly metaphorical, but and then also it's cool that it's like uh like a a Middle Eastern lead with like you yeah. know a multiracial cast but it feels like it, it doesn't feel like it's forced it doesn't no. feel like there's any reason why these characters would not have normally right. been working together it almost you know? felt like, like it was going to go for an afrofuturist thing and then it didn't but uh yeah no it doesn't it um, doesn't doesn't kind of do that but the, the basic premise if for anyone like who's who's curious is uh it's a near future blade runnery kind of thing um much brighter though but the uh the uh, like the palette of it yes but there's this thing where your greatest fears be- are becoming personified and the only as kaiju basically yeah as like kind of slightly smaller kaiju right so yes. like not the size of a building but two stories yeah. tall but you have to be able to make these mind bullets in order to fight them and and this guy um whose name i can't remember the lead character yes. is so he's like a guy who can do that and then it goes from there no spoilers yeah and that that's kind of the deal uh yes uh his name is muhammad cho is the main oh uh, yeah yeah and uh, it's it's good it's good it has heart um i like the team and uh i like the premise yep. it, was, it was a strong first uh the excellent number two is a comic book that comes out despite no one caring <laughs> Uh, Time Before Time, number 22, is another comic that comes out despite no one caring. Uh, TMNT Armageddon Game Alliance, number six, is out. Uh, I have no idea what's happening in that. I cannot follow the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles universe. It is too massive. Entirely too many of them, of these universes. Uh, Ultraman Graphic Novel, volume 18. Usagi Yojimbo, Trade Paperback, volume 5. Buffy the Vampire Slayer number 13, which is just actually Vampire Slayer now. Yep. Uh, and we have an issue of Vampirous Camilla magazine. It's number 15. Always fun. Always fun. Uh, Voyages number five of five, wrapping that thing up that I thought didn't look very good, and I have heard I am completely wrong about. So Nice. Oopsie poopsie. <laughs> Sometimes I'm very judgmental and wrong. Yeah. It happens. Walking Dead Deluxe number 61 is out and another book I really enjoyed this week with a big first appearance uh Warlock Rebirth number 1. Yeah, this was much much better than I thought it would be. 
I like Warlock comics. I I'm the, not a huge. I don't have like a huge nostalgia that for the character. Um, I don't. I don't think I have nostalgia for him. I just like the character, and I like Jim Starlin's Warlock books. Yeah, it's very much a continuation of the Warlock saga, and and I would. I can't. I like that I they brought what's his name Captain Marvel's son back with that like wicked 90s oh my god look again so 90s yeah yeah legacy yeah uh and that Pip the troll is such a major player in this story (laughs) he's still just running around wearing diapers yeah Jesus dude get a fucking shirt man just get a vest at least Christ even a vest get like a cummerbund you know (laughs) something something something. A (laughs) a hat would be good too uh, but no, he does not have that. He's just sitting there looking like uh, an insulting parody of Jack Kirby still. Uh, let's see. But uh, yes, there is a major new character revealed in this uh, who is sort of. I mean, it's like a version of an older of a character that's right. No, no, no. This is this. This has never happened before. OK, uh, but it is. uh I don't want to have a spoiler conversation. Oh, oh so. yeah, we we will have to have a, a, a conversation afterwards. But uh, yes, uh, the last uh, the last page is a big reveal. Uh, and uh, okay, I was thinking of a character from before the last nope, page. No, no, no. Uh, this is we find that there is a cocoon that is not Adam Warlock's cocoon, and someone emerges from it who is meant to take his place. Oh, uh, and it is pretty cool. I'm uh, interested. Nice. Uh, all right. Yeah. Can't help it like Warlock. Anyway, uh, Wonder Woman 798. It's pretty good. It's actually pretty good. Pretty um, good. I know that people are really shitting over this Wonder Woman run, and uh, I think it's undeserved, and I like this comic. <laughs> They're shitting over it or on it? Both. Oh, goodness. Under uh, it, on it, <laughs> through beside it. Beside it. Wow. All of the things. No, I just I've read some negative things and some people being like they can't wait till the new creative team and blah blah blah. But like I think that like despite the fact that it's a little um, self-contained and and a little intricate, it's uh, it is a good take and uh, the stuff that happens in this issue is really fun and it's actually a really good uh, Mary Marvel issue as well because yeah. it's part of that. Crossover. I mean, I can see why people would not want it because oh, anything yeah. involving the Shazam family in the DC universe. This is the first appearance of the Shazamazon. Oh, boy. Uh, That's my own term. (laughs) Basically, Wonder Woman gets Shazam's powers in this. She gets Shazamified. Yeah. And it's like, well, that's not helpful. She was already... (laughs) But there's also a a backup with Mary Marvel that continues that new champion of Shazam series that Josie Campbell wrote, which I really liked. And, uh, yeah. Cool. Anyway, whatever. Uh, whatever is X Force thirty nine. Oh, did you read it? I <laughs> just just gonna shake your head. Well, I don't want to spoil things, but like, I hate the fact that like they're just like, oh well, Beast, he yeah, did yeah. some crazy bad shit, but we can't find any flaw in what he did, <laughs> so we're just gonna <laughs> let him go. But then it uh, then it kind of restarts X Force with like um, a new a new team ish not not entirely new but like some new team members and it's it gets kind of away from that beast shittiness that it's been going on but of good. course that's gonna yeah yeah it's gonna have come to back. come back but whatever anyway. we've got the stream Zaman number five yes final issue final issue of Extreme X Men uh yeah. 
It's a comic book. It's yeah, extreme. Sure, it's just fine. Did you want to talk about those action figures that you got? Yeah, sure. Uh, we got the Marvel Legends. Uh, what is this? Uh, what is the name of the series? Across the Across Spider-Verse. Across the verse Part I one. I wasn't sure where it was going in the Spider-Verse. Across, under, over, around. Through. Yes, but it is, uh, yeah, Across the Spider-Verse figures, some really amazing ones. All of the Spider-Punks are sold out, but I have a case, hopefully, of just Spider-Punks coming in. Good, because I want one. Because they are awesome. And all the figures are really great. They're all stylized for the first time. Uh, the last time they released figures tangentially with this series, they just released ones that looked like the comic books instead of doing mm. a cool version that actually looks like the movie. Yeah, they all and look really cool. They're they're amazing. They're the all, spot figure is great. It is, which is it's good that they made a spot that's cool. Yeah, and they're all they're all little and skinny except for Spider Man twenty ninety nine, who's giant <laughs> and buff, and the spot who is kind of out of shape. Yes. <laughs> So, real good stuff. Really enjoyed that. I'm very excited for this movie. I can't wait to see it. Yeah, same. Uh, so, there it is. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, follow us at um, Actually Comics and and buy things from CoCityComics.com. Do it. You can follow Bob at Dollar Binge. And I bought a box, like a giant box of Dollar <laughs> Comics, so there's going to be uh, plenty of content coming your way on that one. Plenty of content. Literally bought like a case of, <laughs> like a paper case like a nice. ream of dollar com 50 cent dollar comics excellent i can't wait uh and so yeah that's that and we will see you next week good night <laughs>